What's up, what's up, what's up? I imagine that you all may be tired of hearing my voice at the beginning of these episodes. Well, I'm sorry about it, but here I am again. That brings me to my what I want to talk about is that we've now we're now over a hundred episodes and as we mentioned in last episode, we're halfway through this thing, and so I think that it's come time for us to drop having intros before every episode. Now, that's not to say that we won't occasionally do a lore drop when we feel it's warranted, or we'll certainly continue to do announcements and stuff, uh, but just having to do an intro before every single episode at this point between Tom Talks and all the other things that we are discussing, it just it seems excessive. Um, if you're really pissed about it, tell us about it. Join our Discord, if you haven't already. If you're on our Discord, tell us about it. In any case, for an intro about not having any more intros, I guess this is going on longer than I anticipated. But nonetheless, here we are. So, without further ado, here is episode 118. I really hope you enjoy this one. Blinded by the night. Knuckles gripped the wheel of a black hover cruiser as a set of golden eyes outlined by black and tan fur reflect back through the rearview mirror. The sound of heavy winds and a straining engine penetrate Kuiper's ears, following the crack of gunfire from behind him. In the distance, two intercycles driven by Sheeran close in as they level their submachine guns toward the cruiser. Preparing for the next volley, Kuiper instinctively ducks down as the rear window explodes into fragments. Sheets of rain coat the windshield and obscure Kuiper's view ahead, leaving only the dim lights of other vehicles to guide his path. He stops the accelerator to the floor as he expertly weaves through traffic. The Patra risks a moment to return fire while trying to avoid collateral damage, but misses his pursuers. How the Sheeran knew of Kuiper's presence is anyone's guess. Something in Kuiper's gut points towards that sneaky asshole of a handler. Was the misinformation on purpose? And now, he's fleeing for his life from the criminal underbelly of Gaskar 3 after kicking the hornet's nest. Kuiper slaps the steering wheel. Focus! Answers later. Ahead, the road narrows as it feeds into a long bridge that crosses the channel. As the chase moves onto the bridge, the storm outside seems to intensify, perhaps an effect of the violent waves that are cascading in the churn below. Lightning flashes, putting the chase in stark relief. The carapace of the Sheeran that are chasing him reflect with menacing brightness, before being thrust back into the umbrage of the storm above. Two automated semi-trailers come into view, staggered in the two lanes in front of Kuiper. He looks back and fires a few more shots before pushing the engine to its limits as the rest of the traffic blurs by. Even then, his pursuers manage to keep pace with their higher maneuverability as they weave effortlessly past vehicles. Thanking Desna, he spots one of the trailers and it has an empty loading ramp. His thumb presses the magazine release of his pistol as he deftly maintains pace with his target. With a trained eye, he counts his remaining ammunition and slides the magazine back in. Three. Approaching the trailer, he whips around a van, nearly clipping its bumper, and fires another shot behind him. The bullet tears into the propulsion drive of the light craft, catapulting its rider into the drink below. Two. His attention, back on the trailer, the Patra aims at the latch pin holding the ramp. A brief impact hits the rear of his shoulder as he fires his shot. Kuiper's bullet misses its mark and blows out a tire, 
The trailer weaves a little but corrects as shreds of the tire kick back and slam into another car, causing its driver to lose control, flipping the vehicle. Beads of glass spray across the pavement as the heap crumples across multiple lanes of traffic. Quickly dodging the wrecked vehicle, Kuiper catches back up to the trailer. Looking in the side mirror, the Patra watches as the remaining Shirin skids to a stop to avoid colliding with the wreck. As the distance between them grows, Kuiper checks his shoulder and feels pain flare at the touch and blood on his fingers. Again, he hears the intercycle quickly closing the distance. Kuiper curses and lines up his shot again, gritting his teeth. He has to make this shot. He steadies his heart and exhales fully. The surrounding noises dampen to a low drone before he pulls the trigger. A crack rings out in harmony with the lightning and the bullet strikes true. The ramp clangs down to the pavement, kicking up a flurry of sparks as it drags behind the truck. The AI pilot in the trailer engages its emergency brakes just as Kuiper puts the pedal to the floor and hopes for the best. For a brief moment, at the crest of his jump, Kuiper sees the great city ahead of him and the slums behind him. His hover cruiser slams back down to the road, and he sees an open path ahead of him. He flips the turbo switch and feels the G's as his cruiser peels the paint toward the city. In his rear view, Kuiper watches the Sharon attempt the same jump, but the heavy storm winds catch the light frame and blow it off course. The Sharon panics and abandons the craft as they crash violently to the ground, and the cycle falls into the channel below. As the adrenaline from the chase wears off, Kuiper's anger returns. The mission was a disaster, and it's that damn Vest's fault. He grinds his teeth as he thinks over what went wrong. This was supposed to just be a routine reconnaissance. Go check out the bugs, the Vesk had told him. Just tell us what they're up to. Simple enough. An organized group of hostile Sharon on Gaskar 3. Monitor movement, supply routes, and actions. After all, a group of rebellious Sharon after the Swarm War is worthy of attention. Kuiper had gone only with his sidearm, surveillance equipment, and stakeout gear. This was how these kind of missions had always gone. Why would this be any different? Yet, when he got there, it was like they were expecting him, and it all went to shit in an instant. Kuiper had scoped out a great vantage point of the Sharon docks and had set up his post. Just as he was settling in, hostiles had descended on his position. His CQC training took over by instinct, rewarding him with the victory, but not before the alarm had triggered throughout the complex. It was time to leave and he wouldn't have time to pack. He managed to neutralize the two thugs that were menacing his vehicle, but nonetheless he found himself in a loud and harrowing chase. It didn't take Kuiper long to realize that he'd either been set up or used as bait. Either case was unsettling. At this point, he was at the late end of his tenth year with Directive 9, the Vascarium's military intelligence branch. Early in his career, he found stable and productive work with the agency, and had enjoyed the feeling of being part of something bigger. But these last few missions began to show that he was still just another cog in the Vascarian war machine, all culminating in the shit show that he'd just escaped. The anger boiled up inside of Kuiper, the years of being treated as a second-class citizen despite his service in the Swarm War, despite his investigative prowess used to further Directive Nine's goals, despite being born and raised in the Vascarium, he was still just a subject. How long was he going to keep kidding himself that maybe someday he could move up to the handler position? He somehow convinced himself that Kristoff's exile was the poor Yusoki's fault. He convinced himself that his Vesk handler did have his best interest at heart. For a moment, he could almost feel the knife of realization being pushed into his back. He would never be anything more than a tool to the Veskarian. It was time to finally let go. These thoughts fill Kuiper's head as he dumps his ride and switches to the plane sedan that was left for him. He fires up the engine, and as he drives away, activates the detonator left in the glove box and sees the black hovercraft explode behind him in his rearview mirror. Anger and disillusionment fueling Kuiper's drive, the Patra whips into the abandoned warehouse that had been designated as the meeting point. He burst out of the car, slamming the door behind him, with no concern for the loud clatter that echoed through the rafters of the warehouse. A single pinpoint of a cigarette floats in the darkness. Always a cigarette. The Vesk just stands like a sentry, unperturbed by Kuiper's rage. The Patra rushes up to the Vesk, teeth bared, and shouts, What the hell was that? 
a successful mission. That was a success? There was a whole shitstorm on the bridge, potential innocents dead, and now an entire gang of Sheeran outlaws know my face. Well, thanks to you, Agent Vargas, we can confirm that we do have a mole in D9. Well done. You sent me out there as bait? To confirm something I'm sure you knew already? All of this for what? Just some sort of protocol to burn a double agent? All of my training, experience, dedication, for what? To be a piece of fucking cheese for a mouse? Agent Vargas, we all serve the Vescarium. There is no mission too trivial to protect the security of our agency. Como mierda, both of you and D9. I am not going to be another Kristoff. The cigarette-smoking Vesk actually winces at the mention of the Isoki's name. I'm done. I'm out. You aren't going to ice me. I'm leaving on my own terms. You have mentioned this course of action before, yet you always show up when you get the call. What else do you have, Kuiper? You have no family, no friends. What are you going to do? Be a rent-a-cop for Skittermanders? No. You relish in these missions, Agent Vargas. You live for these. And besides, you are property of D9. He says and motions his head towards Kuiper's augmented arm. You think you can just walk away? Kuiper swings at the Vesk. But the Vesk is too quick for him, and in the most subtle of movements, steps to the side and pushes Kuiper to the ground, using Kuiper's own momentum against him. In a flash, the Vesk is on top of Kuiper, pinning him to the ground with all of his weight. The Vesk moves his snout inches from Kuiper's face, the smell of cigarettes and saliva filling the Patra's nostrils with pungent intimidation. You will never be free. You want to stop receiving my missions? Fine. But I suggest you leave the Vescarium and never look back. Because if you are here, I will find you, and you will work. And with that, the Vesk presses his knee down on Kuiper's arm with all his weight. Kuiper hears the bones break before he feels it, but only grits his teeth to the pain. The Vesk stands up, offers his hand to Kuiper with a cruel grin. Kuiper just snarls at the Vesk and struggles to his feet unassisted. The Vesk pulls a pack of cigarettes out of his breast pocket and taps a smoke out into his hand, then offers the pack to Kuiper. Kuiper just spits at the Vesk's feet and turns his back onto the handler. We'll see you, Agent Vargas. Good evening, lady and gentlemen. Good evening. Uh, I'm going to drink some whiskey. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Secret agent cat <laughs> <laughs> oh man can we just can we have a like a a kuiper spinoff show like where we don't really play a game we just have like john narrate the story of kuiper's past that's what well, I, I mean would like. that's what the flashbacks are it's though, not enough it's not no, enough only that <laughs> That's Paul just, Kuiper. That's just a tease. That's just a Kuiper tease, and I need more. Well, <laughs> uh, we were talking before, uh, you know, when we were getting set up and everything, that Kuiper actually now has the most flashbacks out of any of you. Um, you know, it's an interesting, interesting type of situation when you bring a character in, kind of in the middle of the story. You know, you've got seven levels worth of history to, <laughs> you know, mm. versus to like articulate episodes. You know? Yeah. He's just yeah. he's just playing cat chup. Okay. That was a stretch and I apologize. Yeah, I was reaching. Yeah. That was rough. Uh, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to disappoint uh, well, the masses. As always, uh, I I'm always glad that you guys are, are are into the Kuiper flashbacks. I mean, I know John is too. They 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 can be long, you know, but they're always like the way I like kind of big scenes, you know. They're 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 always solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, John and I spent a good bit of time on this one, getting it, getting the tone right, getting the setup right, and uh, 
I think it's I think it's good because you know you have this car chase sequence, and you guys were left last episode with your own vehicle exploded and turned over. So we're just going to get like into it. And right I need reflex it? saves from everybody. Oh, oh, yeah, that is what happened, huh? That is yeah, what that's happened. Yeah, that's definitely what happened, yeah. I recall that is, in fact, what happened. <laughs> Norse failed to do me dirty right off the bat, okay? <laughs> mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, all right, so what do what we got? Let's start with you, uh, Fel. What did we get on that reflex? 14... 14, all right, that's a fail for Phil. Yeah, fail. I thought it might be. Um, all right, what about... This is going to be a tough one because you guys were in the car, so there's like... Yep. The DC is, is tough. Uh, what about you, Kuiper? I feel Kuiper was ready. He got a 27. 27. Do you think that's enough? We'll find out. I feel... We'll let uh, you stew on that for a little bit. about that. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Captain? Ooh, Captain is just caught off guard with a 12 mm. total. 12 total. Yikes. This is your reflex saves? Yes. I rolled a right. two. That's not really great. No, I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd assumed. So you failed. Uh, what about Oren? 17. 17 is also a fail. Yeah, I suspected as much. Um, And what about Mike? Uh, 21. 21. Uh, all right. So it looks like Mike and Kuiper both passed. Uh, the DC was 20. Um, Kuiper, somehow you managed to take no damage while being in a vehicle that was exploded and flipped upside down because of evasion. I'm going to just say that you like leapt out of the sunroof. So it's cat reflexes. No, cats are liquid. Cats are liquid. That's science. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to. All right. So, all right. So Kuiper, you will take none of this damage. I'm going to be rolling 96. You don't have to. All right, so those of you that failed, we're starting off right out the bat with 31 points of damage. Um, and let's put you on the map. I really, really like this map. Uh, this is one that I found online. It's a great map. Uh, and we got an exploded, a whole exploded uh, armada, black armada right in the middle of the road. Nice. Neat. And let's go ahead and roll some initiative because we mm-hmm. are in a combat situation. Um, one thing that I'll just let you know with passive perception there, Aaron, once you, once you roll out of the vehicle, the vehicle is on fire, uh, but y'all are able to get out of the vehicle just taking that damage um, before, you know, being burned to a crisp. Um, that on the back side of the vehicle or the north side on this map, the sh- it, like there's darkness that, that seems to override the street lamps you know you can see that the lamps are on but there's this darkness that's just shutting it down and then in the alley to the or the road that goes south of you the parking lot that's right below you Mm -hmm. in between the two buildings that is completely dark despite there being lights like right at the front of the parking lot it's there seems to be something that's just making everything completely dark Oren, what'd you get for initiative? Oren got a 14. Okay, what about Fell? Fell got a 22. All right, Ziva? Uh, Ziva got a haughty 5. That is my Yikes. second 2 of the night. Uh, all right, Mike? Uh, also got a 14. All right, I believe Oren's going to trump you I'm there, slower right? than Oren, yeah. Yeah. And then, Kuiper, what was the worst of your two? The worst of my two was a 21. <laughs> I hate it. Have yeah. you ever rolled poorly on initiative? On <laughs> hey, that I mean, I got plus twelve can't. initiative, but yeah. I rolled yeah. a twenty on my first roll. Okay. It's like, uh, so why don't uh, you know who wants to describe the layout here? Heath, you're usually pretty good at that. Let's set up the scene here. Okay. Uh, it appears that we're in a city. Um, we're in the middle of a street that goes sort of left to right um, and directly to our south is a parking lot um, to the left of that appears some kind of strip mall or, or shopping center or something like that um, mm-hmm. and other you know to our, our north is kind of another strip as well it, one of the signs says store <laughs> store <laughs> 
Another uh, one looks okay. like a gas station, maybe, or a convenience store, 7-Eleven type, with a little right. sumo guy on top and neon lights. Yeah, there's a, there's what looks like um, maybe a loan office or a bank. It says Vanguard Capital. Oh. What do y'all suppose that is? Uh, well, that's where the vanguards hail from. Uh, that's <laughs> the capital yes. of all the vanguards. Capital, capital of all the vanguards. vanguards. <laughs> nah, that's a payday loan place. Yep. Pred- right. Predatory as <laughs> shit. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, at this top of the order, you would think it would be fell, but it's not. Oh, God. As a crack <laughs> fires out from somewhere in the darkness. You don't know. But this is coming towards Mike. All right. Mike does a... <laughs> 38 hit. Uh, yeah, it does. Um, you're nah, going man, I'm to... level 10 now. That's not going to hit. <laughs> All right. You can go ahead and put uh, off target on for the round. Okay. Um, Just for one this... round? Yep. As this, you get hit with a sniper shot. Uh, let's do some damage. Yeah, let's Y'all do better... it. Yeah. Y'all better grind... be ready to get in. This is going to be a tough fight. Kind of mid-butt boss fight here. Mm-mm. All right, so we're looking at total 21 piercing damage. Okay. So, Mike, yeah, you take that uh, damage, mm-hmm. and then it is now Fell's turn, and you are off target, Mike, for the round. Fell, what you got? Uh, Fell looks around, sees his group scattered around this uh, once majestic Nissan Armada. Damn. Mm-hmm. And uh, takes off towards the parking lot to try and get find some type of. Actually, no, he's going to take off southwest, kind of towards the parking lot, to hopefully try and find cover from that sniper fire because he doesn't know where it came from. Right, right, um, right. So moving twenty feet, kind of south southwest. All right, I will say that as you move in there, it is very dark. However, you are able to see the outline of what looks to be a drow of some sort hidden behind the car but you're close enough to see it he's, he's crouched this drow is crouched behind the car with a weapon aimed right at you gotcha then I'm going to uh, let's see I guess you have to claim shot on the run before you move huh yeah mm-hmm. that's silly so uh, instead Bell's just gonna stand there and just like shoot the shoot guy him. Yeah. just shoot him shoot him all right. Uh, he's going to have just a wee bit of cover still, but not the full plus four, just a little bit of plus two there. Okay. Let me All hit. right. So, so that is going to be a 27 to hit. 27 to hit is going to hit. Nice. So that would be 2d10 damage. I'm not used to these big dice yet. I like them. So that's going to be 10 plus 10 damage. So 20 damage. Okay. That from is that, pretty uh, good. From that plasma rifle. And uh, Fell shouts out, there's one right here behind the black car. Which nobody can see. Sure, but he still <laughs> shouts it. Yeah, no, that's good. So at least they can hear you and kind of figure out where you're going. Kuiper, you're up, you know, kind of shaking off this this wreck that happened, maybe even thinking about that car chase that you right. had. What That was, what, a year and a half ago? Yeah. Something like yeah. that? Not even that long ago. So what you got? So... Uh, Kuiper recovers, and uh, he he's going to actually step away from the burning vehicle and at the same time use Glimpse of Truth. Um, so this is just um, allows me to uh, have true sight uh, for mm-hmm. one round, and uh, it's going to be a standard action. So I can't perform any kind of other actions aside from just those two. Right. But, I do just want to get kind of a, uh, a kind of a layout of all the places that would be considered dark. A glimpse of truth allows you to see through invisibility, right? right? Uh, I can I can cover it incorporeal. All for you. Yep. Does it allow you to see through darkness? Magic, uh, normal and magical darkness. All right. Well, then you see that there is another enemy behind the yellow car where I'm pinging. All right, and that is, that that's all as far as the dark areas. Oh, and then I guess from where you can see, you can see that there is a another enemy on this top building here. Okay, all right, okay. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just actually just relay that to the party and just say, uh, Fell, there are two more that I see, one up above on the roof and one to your east. Wait, my east or your east? Oh, uh, my God. 
Oh, shit. We don't have time for this Stage now. Look for yellow, yellow car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so that's your turn then? Yes. Uh, let me go ahead and move my character. There we go. Freaking All right. East is the same no matter what. <laughs> Cardinal right. directions. Right. <laughs> All right, Oren, you're up. So I guess Oren sort of shields his eyes from the, the flaming inferno that once was the Armada. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, fuck, these lackeys sure are in a hurry to die. And um, he will activate starlight form, pissed off, and will probably start m- marching towards the direction that Fell called out as he draws his solar weapon. All right, so you activate starlight form. <laughs> But you see that it's immediately like squashed out by darkness as it approaches these this aura that's emanating from the parking lot and north of you. It does not push through the darkness. Hmm. So what about flying? Yeah, you can still fly because that doesn't has nothing to do with the light. You know, okay. you can still fly. And I will say, like, if I were to shoot you where you're standing right now, mm-hmm. There would be a twenty percent mischance because you're standing outside of the darkness. Of his of his darkness. Right. So you're okay. bright right there. But if you were to close so it's, in, it, it, it's it's essentially a, a counter Yes. To to that specifically. Right. Okay. All right. All right, you sneaky little sneaker. <laughs> it's almost like I've spent the last few times with all these other assassination attempts learning the party. Fucking crazy. Uh, Failing. It's, yeah. it's like he's okay. prepping. Sneaky little sneaker. All right, all right. My, uh, <laughs> that's your turn. That's your turn, right? <clears throat> Standard action to activate it. And then you have your movement still. Yeah, yeah. move action. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think Orin's still going to charge into the darkness. Um you know, mm-hmm. like I said, drawing. I'm still gonna do what I was gonna do. Just do it. I'm just gonna do it. He's just marching right up on him, and I mean, he definitely will. Like, you know, it's gonna give him a little bit of pause when he realizes that his starlight is is, working. is, yeah. is yeah. Like it's it's certainly like I think he feels a little fear. Yeah, it's a, it's the first time that that's like been negated. To, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know uh, a very important thing to him but either way light or no light he's charging in solar weapon in hand hand. all right Mm -hmm. great all right next up we have titanium mike off target what you got buddy i would have been able to hear fell and kuiper talking right yep so i know can i see the yellow car no it's shrouded in shadow okay how many goddamn shadows are are the active right the now. The entire parking lot is covered in shadow. Um, well then I will blindly wander south. Alright. Uh, as I do that, as part of my move action, I am going to draw my pistol. Alright. You can see this enemy. Okay. But, like, they're going to have a little bit of concealment in this darkness, so it's going to be a 20% mischance okay. to hit. Uh, but you also... Can, you know, you have two targets that you can kind of see barely shaped out through the shadows. One behind the yellow car. You know, you're right in the middle of both of them, basically. So you have a cleaner shot against the one behind the yellow car to your right. east. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I probably see him first. Mm-hmm. And uh, Oren's kind of a little bit between me and the one to our left. So, yeah, I'll take a shot with the pistol and we'll just see how it goes. All right. And I'm off target. What what exactly is that? Minus just a two. minus two? Yep. And it might be some other things too. You might want to just put that condition on. But I know for the sake of the attack, it's a minus two. Yeah, I've got it on. I was just making sure that it was um, factoring it into my bonus. And it was. I just <laughs> still have a high bonus. It's like you're a soldier or something. Yeah, it's almost like shooting guns is basically all I do. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Shooting guns is like a small. Shut, well, of just Mike combat is. in general is all I do. Punching people in the fucking <laughs> face gonna, is what Mike does. She was saying, "We'll just calm down," but she said combat. So okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, that's still a twenty-eight. Uh, twenty-eight will hit. Uh, let's roll that mischance. Okay. Uh, Sixty-two. Sixty-two is a success. So you do get the hit in. Let's talk about that damage. Neato. Okay, so I'm using my new Hail Pistol Gel. It says 2d6 plus 5. Cold and piercing damage. Alright. 
That's a nice weapon you got there. Yeah. Uh, that'll be 10 damage. Not not a great roll on it, but yeah, 10 cold and piercing damage. 10 cold and piercing damage? Yep. So that'll be half and half, right? Yeah. Alright. All of that goes through. So there's a whole 10 for Woo! you. So 10 off of each. Um, very good. Just to kind of go back real quick, Fel, the reason I didn't make you roll a mischance is because I remembered you ignore that. Mm. Yes, I do. I remembered it. Look at you. I remembered look at you. it. As I said, I did a lot of research so- on your character for us. this fight. Adam, look at us. Uh, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Look at us. We're, <laughs> Not we're me. We did it. Not me. Not me. <laughs> uh, all right. So it is now the uh, drow soldier's turn. We're going to start with the one that is right up on, or that I will say Orin is right up on. He's the one that closed that distance. And so he's going to do a full attack with a pulse gauntlet. You see like this crackling energy in the shadow as he charges up to punch you twice in the face. Was this, what was, what kind of weapon is he holding? It's a pulse gauntlet. All right, so here we go. We're, uh, we're gonna do a uh, 26 on the first attack. 26 is against uh, EAC. EAC or e- KAC? EAC. EAC, that's a hit. Right, that's going to do 22 points of sonic damage to you. Did <laughs> you feel these sound waves just like shake up your whole stance? You know, this is still in your stamina, so it doesn't really kind of get into your guts, but mm-hmm. you definitely get a little unnerved even further. What about a 20 on that second attack? Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. All no. right. Next up, we have the other one that's by Mike. Now, this one does have the gun pulled. All right. And it is a long arm, but one was set up to do melee, one was set up to do long arms. So here we go. We're gonna do a full attack on Mike from the yellow car one. You see like this weapon, well you can barely see the shape of it, but it has like this flat into it, like this like, like tapers off into a flat elongated end. And you just see some, again, some as this shoots out, let's see. Don't have quite as high of a bonus on this, so I might miss twice here against Mike. I'm pretty sure I do with a 17 and a 20. Oh, you but don't have a miss chance me. in hell. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then there's one more. But where could it be? Nobody knows. Uh, let's see. Kuiper knows. If, yeah, Kuiper knows for sure. Kuiper yeah, and I it. said it. Kuiper there's seen one it. on the roof. Yeah. No. Everything. That, no, that's a that's a different uh, type oh. of enemy. Ooh. And Kuiper can't see where this one is. Ooh, Ziva, all of a sudden you hear clink, 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 clink. And you look as a grenade lands at your feet. I need a reflex save from both Kuiper and Ziva. Oh, yeah. All right. That's an 18 on the die. So a 28. All right. What about you, Kuiper? 23. 23. sound. You're both fine. Kuiper, you take no damage, and Ziva, you take one fire damage. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually three fire damage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, <laughs> Alright. It is now the one that you can see on the roof that's by Fell. This is a... Um, yep. And this person is going to take a Trick attack shot at Fell. Now let's do it at Kuiper. Let's do it at <laughs> Kuiper. What you say? Yeah, here we go. All right, twenty-seven to hit your KAC. Yup. All right, you are entangled for one round. Rolled terribly on that. So just for one round, you're entangled. Go ahead and put that condition on, and you will take thirteen points of piercing damage. All right, Ziva, you are up. All right. Now, I will say that, Kuiper, you can see that shot. Uh-huh. You can see the person that fired that, but you can tell that they are under a cloaking device, so you can only see it because of glimpse of truth. All right? Okay. And when we come back around to your turn, they you will not be able to see. So you'll just kind of have an idea of where they are. We're at round two. Oh, no, we're at Ziva, okay. and then we'll do round two. All right, so Ziva is, uh, just for the layout here, pretty much everybody except for Ziva is south of this burning car in the parking lot area. So she's going to use her full movement to zoop down past Kuiper 
on the other side of the car and is basically going to get right to the edge. I imagine she she comes around from this flaming armada and is mm-hmm. a little night blind and then goes into more blindness because mm-hmm. fucking dark. Um, so she's going to stand right at the edge and swift action is going to call her sword to her hand and then mm-hmm. is going to spend a resolve point. And is going to invoke her draw fire feature. Oh, well, this is new. Yeah. This is that, that level 10 yeah. game. Because oh, really? Talk to me about that. She can't really see anybody. She doesn't really know what to do, but she knows that shit's been shot at people. Uh, so mm-hmm. she's just trying to give her team time to get set up. So she is okay. going to act as the sitting duck, essentially. So as a standard action, you spend one resolve point to make all enemies within 100 feet take a minus four penalty to all ranged attacks they make that don't target you until the Damn. end of your next turn. Wow. All right. So let's, uh, what, is, what do you say to draw that fire? I want to hear the captain. Yeah. So she comes around and she sees this darkness and she, she doesn't see anybody to attack, really. Um, she shouts into the she darkness. She does. She says... Oh, it's all fun and games to shoot from the darkness. Well, why don't you take a shot at me, huh? And she just kind of, like, holds her arms open with, like, her sword sort of dangling from one hand. Kind of got that, like, uh, the the Night King yeah. from yeah. Game of Thrones on the shore. It's just it. like, what? Like, I'm what? here, bitches. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's, That's dope. what we're doing. That's dope. All right, awesome. round two. Crack! Another shot fired from an unknown position. Again, at you, Mike. Here we go. Let's see. So damn close to a natural 20. It's just another 19 on the die, so that's going to hit. You're going to remain off target. Even with a minus four? Uh, 32. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, figured it was all right. All right, uh, so you will take 20 points of piercing damage. Okay. And remain off target. Yep. All right, Fell, you're up. All right, Fell is going to, as a move action, use combat tracking. Uh, is going to take a shot at the same one he fired at before, standing next to Orin, with deadly aim this time. Okay. So it's a minus two to my attack roll, which is mostly negated by the uh, combat tracking. See what that do? Probably not. Does a 21 EAC hit? That is a hit. Yes. All right, so it's going to be do, do damage, damage, damage. 12 plus 15. That's going to be 27 points of electric and fire damage wow. against that guy. Huge, huge. Huge hit there. Yeah. Okay. 27 points of fire damage. Very nice. Uh, all right. Great job there. Kuiper, you're up. So Kuiper is still the only one that uh, can see the guy up on the roof. Um still going to go ahead and attempt to shoot at the uh, hostel just see if I can uh, either disrupt Which the cloaking one? effect uh, up on the on roof. On the roof? Yeah. Got it. Okay. And so that means I'm going to target with a uh, trick attack and uh, I'm going to impose bleed. And I got a six on the die so it's very likely it didn't go through. Let me just check. That's going to be a... 26. Oh, we, my friend, just got it. Really? Just got it. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. All right. So they will be flat-footed against this attack. Yep. And they will take on the bleed. Mm -hmm. All right. And, okay, making my attack roll. That is a 13 on the die plus. Okay, so, yeah, that's going to be a uh, 26 uh, on the attack. 26 will hit. Awesome. Just barely, though. Yeah. Some cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be 3d6 plus 48. And that's going to be 31 points of damage. All right. 31 points of damage. Shoo-wee. All right. Oren, you are up. Oren will swing on the drow with his solar weapon. All right. Let's get it. Um, that's not bad. Uh, let's see. 27? 27's a hit. I need you to roll that mischance, though. Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. 34. There you go, that's a hit. Okay, 3d6 plus 14, I believe. 
14 plus 1d4. Ooh, 6. 2. 6. That's 14 plus 14. 28. 28. And then D4. my cal here. Yeah. Uh, that's a 3. 31 points of damage. Jeez, y'all are hitting big here. Yeah. Make and then count. as Orin comes up with that slice, he takes a five-foot guarded step backwards diagonal and bumps into Mike back-to-back and is like, shit, Stark in here, man. <laughs> uh, That's my turn. All right. It's a great turn. <laughs> um, all right. Mike, you're up. As much as I love the imagery of Aaron and Mike back-to-back, I am going to move forward and try to melee attack. All right. Uh, to the guy on the right by the yellow uh, viper, whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. that is. <laughs> it's a 25 to hit, even with the off-target. 25 to hit with the off-target. Let's roll that mischance. 94. Oh, yeah, that's a solid hit. You find your purchase. All right, and that is... Oh, my nice. damage went up. <clears throat> I, I rolled a D4. It's not a D4 anymore. What? It's 2D8 plus 22. Holy shite. Nice. That's 29 uh, bludgeoning damage. Yeah. All right. Solid, solid hit there. It is now their turn. Really don't like that you closed in on him. Um, not gonna lie about that. <laughs> you don't it like it. What else does Mike do <laughs> in combat? He's gonna take a five foot step away. And then he's gonna fire on, he's gonna take the captain up on her offer. And he's gonna fire upon the captain. Come on. Okay, let's see. All right, does a 21 hit your EAC? Meets, beats. Right, so you can take 13 points of sonic damage plus your little bonus damage there. You got what you wanted to come at you, and this this like sonic pulse emits from the tip of his weapon and just smashes against your face, kind of rocking your hair back, you know, as, as the waves crash over you. I guess this guy that has the, the gauntlets is just gonna move up on Orin and gonna do a punchy on Orin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, a 33 to hit, so that's going yeah, that to get in there yeah. with 18 points of sonic damage. Ooh. Okay. All right. And then the one from the roof is going to fire, although nobody can see that person anymore. This is going to be at you, Ziva. Okay. Sorry, I was dancing. All right, get it. This is some jamming music here. All right, 23 is going to hit your KAC. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> meets beats with a piercing 11 points of damage and you are off target uh, right don't love it don't love it but it's your turn that's the best part I'll tell you just kidding it's not um, <laughs> uh, can I see anybody like where I'm at I, I-, I mean so you can you can see the two soldiers that are on the ground okay you can see their outlines but there's just miss yeah. miss chances with the darkness that's okay i just wanted to be able i just need to know where they are i just uh need to be able to sense them if you will oh shit Uh-oh. i totally forgot a different one's turn it's all right you guys get a free one i guess on this round huzzah uh okay then she's going to use her move action to put a get them on actually uh yeah yeah I'm gonna uh, I'm going to spend another resolve to put a get them on I think pretty much everybody. What's your range there? Uh, sixty feet. All right, all right. Uh, and so that is going to be a plus one to attack and damage rolls to all enemies within sixty feet. And mm-hmm. then to the one in front of Orin, she is going to use a dispiriting taunt. Uh, and let's see. Oop, I got to roll that. Uh, that's going to be 18 on the die plus six plus my... I feel like I probably made it mm-hmm. with my a billion intimidate. 
plus 18 intimidate. Um, so, all right, yeah, so that takes it to a 36. And you're intimidating which one? Uh, the one just south of me, the one next to Orin. All right, so yeah, that uh, is a successful intimidate. So that's um, going to be a shaking. I see you're shaking. off target and I raise you, motherfucker. Yeah, I raise you a shaking. Okay, uh, uh, I'm about it. Spinning resolve and shooting her mouth off into the darkness. That's what's happening. Right. Steve is like, fuck okay. you! And that's it. That's the get him and the, the taunt all in one. So now the minus four is gone, though, right? It's correct. All right. Round three. Another crack. This one is going to be at Ziva. Okay. So let's see how we do here. I bet it's going to miss. That's what I think. It may miss, but I doubt it with a dirty 30. Oh, only barely. Just, just <laughs> taps her on the chin. All right, you are going to be flat-footed for the rest of the round. Oh, neato, neato, neato. So you're going to take 24 points of, I'm sorry, 23 points of piercing damage. Okay, 23. Mm-hmm. And flat-footed. Uh-huh, I am. And, all right, Fell, you're up. All right, Fell is going to move to the south 15 feet, lining up a shot that if I can, if I can pull this off, should hit both of the baddies, the one behind the black car and one behind the yellow car. So the one behind the black car will have a plus three on it because he's got a uh, or my attack roll because it's combat tracking. I don't think the other one would benefit mm-hmm. from that. No, and it's going to actually have a little cover sure. from the car. So uh, Not using deadly aim this time. So, All right, so let's see. The one in, right in front of you also is shaken, right? So it's going to have another minus two on top Sweet. of that. So, now let's see how it do. First one might hit with a 22. 22 is definitely going to okay. hit. So then that would be a 21 on the second one. No. 14 to 19 on the other one. Yeah, you're going to miss on that other one, but the first one is a That's solid fine. hit. Are you counting the get em? Just So that would be a 20 for the get em on the second one. Well, yeah, but then with the yeah. cover... Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right, so that's going to be 25 damage. 26, right? With 26 the with the get him. 26 damage, okay. That one is looking pretty rough. I mean, you know, it's all dark and stuff, but you can smell the blood. And you can, and Arn, you can hear like some splatter right at your feet as he lines up the shop. And it, it does cut through, but it like just takes a piece of the viper off just rips like a gash in the top of the viper (laughs) and it's like the alarm the the alarm starts going off on the viper like the worst Uh, (laughs) imagine if that's what our alarm actually sounded (laughs) step away from the vehicle uh all right (laughs) kuiper you're go home car alarm you're drunk So, Kuiper is actually going to holster his weaponry, um, which I believe is a swift action, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's going to go ahead and uh, proceed 15 feet to the corner of the building. Uh, now, mm-hmm. uh, what's the height of this building? 30 feet. 30 feet. Shit. Uh, I guess there's nothing really else he can do, because it's 30 fucking feet. God damn it. Okay, so yeah, he's going to pres- uh, ready to climb next turn. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a perception check? Cool. This going to be a 37. 37, yeah. You see, if you look down across to the east along the road that you're traveling, you see another aura of darkness approaching from the east, from this direction. Arn, you're up. Okay, so this, this drow kind of has aura on the back foot. So, he'll take another uh, five-foot guarded step directly north back towards Ziva and the Armada, mm-hmm. and um, just have a little moment of clarity, uh, a chance to breathe, and he reaches out his free hand and casts Dispel Magic on the Darkness. Ooh, okay. There we go. Let's see here. So, Dispel Magic is a target. I'm using it as a targeted dispel. And so you can uh, target one creature, object, or spell. Um, And 
you essentially use the target of this spell to specifically end one spell affecting the target or one spell affecting an area. Uh, so, essentially, I have to do the spell check, which is 1d20 plus my caster level, with a DC equal to 11 plus the spell's caster level. Mm-hmm. If you succeed, the spell ends. Okay. Uh, so, you do that. Um, here's the bad news. This is not a spell. This is... I thought she's object? No, no. Like, it's not... The darkness is not a spell effect. It is a supernatural effect. Poop! So that for dispel magic will not work. So, again, Oren finds himself reaching into his bag of tricks that usually works and just being shut down. And this has got to be, like... Weighing on Orin, you know, like this, you know. This is weighing on both Orin and Zach in a big way. I'm not happy. That's my turn. Please continue. All right. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're up. You are no longer okay. off target, by the way. Oh, neato. I love not being off target. <laughs> okay, so who has the get em? All of them. They both have a yep. get em? Yep. Oh, neato. All right, so Mike is going to, like, scoot around the back of the Viper to line up a bull rush. Okay. At the, at the guy on the left. Alright. Um, and I do have enough movement for that. So just gonna bull rush at him, like right here-ish, I guess. You're through the car? Well, no, I'm coming from here. Oh, oh, to that one. I see. I gotcha. Alright. Right. So he should go um, like southwest. Right. Hell yeah, fuck that car up, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't we care about these cars. It. it don't even matter. Let's get it. Okay, so I am moving at least 20 feet. Yep, right at 20. From me to him yep. is 20, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was shooting for. <laughs> um, so now with all my feats and bonuses and everything, that's a plus 25 <laughs> to hit. Holy shit. Which will be... Against KAC a, plus 8, though. Right, right. right. 37. 37. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Nice. And you also gonna, beat it by five. I don't know. Okay. It's going to knock him back to the wall, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Over beneath fell because I'd, I'd move him at least 15 feet. Right. Boom. Just, like, kind of smashes against and, the wall. And I can choose to go with him. Uh, <laughs> if you, you knock it, him back, you, you get can... get an attack at the end of that bull rush? I sure do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. So you just, I like, sure do. You basically raid and spear tackle this dude right up against the wall. Right. I'm going to let you go ahead and add an extra D6 of bludgeoning damage to... If For you, hitting the wall? If, yeah, if you succeed on this attack, yeah. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Bonus. That is a 31. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got it. Okay. You're using your fist? Yeah. Don't even worry about rolling damage. Tell me how you killed this motherfucker. It would have been 40 damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, like, s- spear him, like, into the side of this store and break all his ribs. And, I mean, I just, like, press him into the wall. Yeah, there's, like, there's, like, bar- I pop him like a zit out There's, like, bars over the window of the storefront, you know, like, metal bars. And you just, like, smash him up against the bars. And the bars, like, press into his back, like kind of bursting into his back a little bit as you push him in there and he gets wedged kind of like a grilled into these these store frames and you, you just deflate his lungs with all of Mike's weight just blah. yeah I collapse his lungs collapse, collapse his chest cavity and Mike like roars at the end of it Rah! because I was going to uh, use my free uh, intimidation check at the end of a melee attack for my new feet but I killed him yeah he did but he did though Neither. but he did though Oh, it's that is you fucking right. You get plus dude. one more damage, and so that's forty-one damage. By the way, because of the oh, get up, right? All right. Well, it is the uh, <clears throat> the drow soldier's turn. All right. So we got this one that's just kind of been left over by the yellow viper. Good thing he's the one that's got the gun. I think he's going to fire at Mike because that was scary as shit, and he wants to take this big old lizard down yeah. alright so here we go God, I've just rolling 19s all day long here uh, so that's going to hit you you're going to take 19 points of sonic damage Okay. and then he is going to 
move up behind the red car. All right. Uh, and then there's the one that I forgot last time uh, who is going to take a shot at Ziva. We'll do a full attack at Ziva. How's that sound, Ziva? You feel good about that? I'm feeling real good about it, Adam. I feel real All good. Right. All right. Well, here it comes. Okay. Come on. So we got a 12 on the first one. Miss. 27, though, on the second one. So it's going to hit you for 11 sonic damage. That's cute. That's cute what you did there. Uh-huh. Um, and you, too, can see this encroaching darkness from the east uh, that you can only think that might be more enemies coming onto the scene. Uh, and then the one from the roof, Kuiper, you've hugged up against the wall, so now they can't get a shot on you. So it looks like they're going to shoot down on Orin. Uh, we're going to do a trick attack on Orin. Okay, I'm going to probably, well, I don't know. What what level y'all? 10, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see if I succeed on that trick attack. Not going to get it. Not going to get it. So, just going to be a regular shot here. Probably missed there with a 23 against KAC. Um, K, uh, yeah, that's a miss. That's a miss? 23? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Ziva, you're up. Did that get you into your HP? Oh, yes. That gets Ziva into her HP. So, she is going to kind of focus down on the dude in... Uh, excuse me, behind the red car. Uh-huh. Uh, so she is going to put a get him on him. Uh-huh. And she just drops her sword and pulls her hand up as she does. Her called hand cannon comes into <laughs> uh, her hand. and she, I just be calling weapons. I just be calling weapons left and right because uh, it looks cool. Uh, and she's going to take a shot and she's going to get to roll twice. All right. Because of... Crit fishing. Crit fish, crit fish. Come on, baby, come on. Boomers do love to fish. Boomers love <laughs> fishing. Let me tell you the about it. The boomer cannon is out. The boomer's cannon's out, y'all. Turn down that music. Turn down... For what? Uh, and I'm going to shoot. Yarg! That is some bullshit. Uh, that's... 11 is my highest. And then I'm on... Oh, am I still off target? Uh, yeah, yeah. Am I still flat-footed? Oh, well, no, you're not off target. You're just flat-footed. Okay. That helps, actually. Yeah. Uh, so that, not a lot, though. That's going to be a 22 to hit. I don't think that gets him. Uh, it does, oh. but you're going to need, you're going to need to roll oh. the mischance. Fudge. Fudge, fudge. That was your best roll? Yes. I rolled it, and the other one was a six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just garbage. And that's a D100. Yes. 95. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Oh, sweet, sweet potatoes. I very rarely get to shoot this gun. This makes me very happy. Ooh, okay. 10 plus 5, 15 piercing damage. Yeah. Uh, 15 piercing damage. Okay. That gets in there. Yeah, and that's... um. Uh, she is going to use uh, free action and call out to the rest of the group. There looks like to be more coming from the east. Yeah, and before we go into round three, Kuiper, I need you to roll another perception check. Oh, Lord. Uh, Ziva, you can go ahead and roll one, too. Ziva? Mm-hmm. 29. What? 29. What about you, Ziva? Uh, 15 plus 16. 31. 31. So, yeah, both of you hear the sound of a motorcycle from the west. And, Kuiper, you look down to the west and you see approaching a, a figure on the motorcycle. And as it gets closer, you make out a familiar vest riding on this motorcycle. Your old handler shows up with a gun in one hand and a cigarette in his mouth arriving on the scene and we'll see you. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did not okay. expect that. Oh, man. I expected like an alley somewhere. <laughs> I feel like Zeb is going to have a crush on this guy. <laughs>